everyone must learn that it is impossible to insist upon a specific person behaving a specific way. Cannot be done. You would settle for nothing less. You didn't come here to be someone else's puppet, to be manifested into their life against your wishes. You have free will. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, I'm Mike Dooley, here to remind you once more that your thoughts become things. And I'm going to do it today by dropping another edition of Spiritual Tune-Ups. These were broadcasted live, my answers to fellow adventurers' questions about life, dreams, and happiness, and each one took 5, 10, or 15 minutes. We've sewn them all together for your viewing and listening enjoyment. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Jumbo fellow adventurers and welcome to another spiritual tune-up. I'm Mike Dooley broadcasting from the heart of the hurricane, Hurricane Ian. Actually, it's a, a bit of a letdown here in Orlando. Sympathies to where it's not a letdown. Uh, we just have light rain and a uh, mild breeze and have had so all night long. So, uh, so uh, we're, we're not going to take anything for granted though. And thanks for all the well wishes. All right. Today's question is going to touch your heart like it did mine. Uh, Mike. We swore we were each other's soulmates. We were each other's love manifestation. Yet after staying strong through cancer and pandemic, standing by my side, he suddenly left. Less than two months ago, I'm in pain. I'm in pain I never knew was possible. I am shocked, devastated, and confused. Can you please shed some light as to why my magical manifestation is gone? I thought it was for life. I don't know how to let him go. Oh my gosh, a big hug, big hug. Everybody give a hug, okay? Um, that this has shown up in your life. There are gifts and blessings unimaginable. It seems random, it seems stray, it was totally unexpected. But, but let's learn some lessons here that you are so ready to learn and prepare for the best of your life. All right. Number one, great love never runs away. Great love never goes bad. Great love never turns off. That's what he did. Okay. That's what a person can do. Yet too often when we feel this, in, this euphoria that love rightly gives freely to all of us, we too often associate the love that we're feeling with the person of our attention. Okay, there's two different things. The love you were born of, the love that you are showered in, the love that is everywhere always for all of us to feel versus the object of your attention. Okay, and in this case, he mirrored that love really well. Call it soulmate probably was. We do have soulmates, but they change in a lifetime. There is no such thing as one single soulmate. There's no such thing as a destiny to find that person and live in the monogamous relationship until you die. No such thing, except at different spells in our life. And so the person that was perfect for you at age 21 may not be the perfect person for you at 22 or 41 or at any other time, which doesn't mean don't aspire to, to, to the kind of love you want and the duration you want it. Go ahead and aspire to it. But 
everyone must learn that it is impossible to insist upon a specific person behaving a specific way. Cannot be done. You would settle for nothing less. You didn't come here to be someone else's puppet, to be manifested into their life against your wishes. You have free will. We are all untouchable, and so it must remain. Therefore, you cannot make someone stay, make someone reflect, make someone love, make someone do anything else, which does not mean you can't have all that you want. You want that love, that glory, that elation, that that light body feeling. And you can have it, but you can't say from whom. And if everything else is uh, copacetic and the seas are calm and, and earlier lessons that you wanted to learn have been learned, well, then it might turn out to be a lifetime relationship. But if there's other things to learn, you don't want the lifetime relationship. You want to learn those things so that everything can be easy breezy forever, forever, forever more. Okay, this was going to happen. It had to happen. It happened in my life. It happens in almost everybody's lives. We're here in kindergarten learning in the jungles of time and space that we're powerful, that we're awesome, that we don't need other people to trigger mind-boggling love. And that's not to, 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 to say we don't get a lot out of relationships. That's not to say don't have great relationships. That's not to say don't pursue another one. But be happy anyway and see yourself as the source. Realize you can't make anybody do anything. But you can be assured of love and its return and all the things that really matter most. Here are four thoughts to help you through this excruciating, emotionally excruciating time, okay? And none of them are easy, and none of them is going to put a smiley face on what you're going through. You're going to do that, and you are going to do that. It is so doable. I can remember wondering if I would ever be happy again when a relationship ended um, when I was 40 years old. I, and I thought, you know, I'm so old. No, I wonder if I'll ever go out on a date again. And I would look at people, and they'd be happy, and I'd be like, Oh, you just wait. You just wait. I was, I was so bad. My whole worldview was de devastated and crushed. But, but with time, and I'll give you those tips in a second. With time, I couldn't believe how I healed. I couldn't believe that that was me. That was such a basket case. I couldn't believe that I was so, so heartbroken, so sad, losing weight. Oh my gosh. And more, more, it's like I escaped with my life. Oh my God, I thought that's what I wanted. I found out what I wanted and it wasn't that, okay? It was not that. So you're going to have the same kind of realizations. You're going to look back and beam and be proud and understand how awesome you are and how much love is always there for you. Here's the four things. You have to take this one with a grain of salt. Depending on the relationship with the with Mr. Goodbar, who's now gone, um, you gotta you gotta wrap it up. For me, it'd be like, look, okay, I love you. Uh, I wish you were here now. If you're not going to be here now, then goodbye, and I really mean that. Goodbye. And if you change your mind, check me out. Okay, maybe I'll be here, maybe I won't, but goodbye. Say goodbye and really mean it, and you can do that with love. 
Okay? And you can leave the door open, not guaranteeing that you're going to be ready if or when that person comes back, but really mean it. Don't be waiting for them to feel jealous or wonder about your, your re renewed confidence. Mean it. Adios. Okay? I, I get, I'm getting on with my life. That's powerful. Number two, I've already said it. Everybody knows it. Give yourself time. Okay, I know you'd like to feel better today or, or this month would be great. It might be months. It might be a year, but it will happen and you will do it and you will be more for it. Okay, and the more you can do the next two steps, the quicker it's going to be to an astounding degree. Number three, get out. Get out more. Get out more often. Go. Be out there in the world. Don't overdo it. Don't go cuckoo. But, you know, mix with friends, volunteer, work. Um, garden, be with your animals, be with people, absolutely be with people. Don't shun people or don't shun the opposite sex, but get out, get out, get out. Don't be reclusive, okay? It's not just you and your petunias, okay? Um, or the brownies or whatever else is going on in the kitchen. Um, so that's number three. Number four, be happy as soon as you can. Be happy now. Be happy. There's reasons. Be happy without a partner. If you can be really happy without a partner, that is the fastest way to get a partner. If you can be that happy person, unattached, everyone wants to attach, okay? And that doesn't mean you ha can't date. You can still go out and be a happy dater. So date, be available, take baby steps, sign up for a dating website. If that resonates with you, let your friends know you're available, but be happy without. That's the fastest way to be happy with. That's the half fastest way to bring it to you. You're going to make it. You're going to be okay. Okay. This is the perfect medicine for you right now because something even better is coming down the pike. Doesn't matter who you are, where you are, your age, nothing. Be happy now. Okay. And be, you will be grateful for all that you are now going through. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, is Mike Dooley. Time for a spiritual tune-up on this blustery Thursday, Orlando, Florida. We are in about the eye of the hurricane. It's just south of us. Things have calmed down some. Uh, everything is great. Fortunately, knock wood, I have uh, internet and electricity and a cozy household. Trees are damaged. I know it's been a lot worse for other people. They're in our thoughts. But all is well. Thanks for the, the, the nice comments and wishes. Today's question, from loneliness to love, from hopelessness to hope, from broke to being in the bucks. Mike, it's difficult to get in the happy manifestation zone when your heart is breaking for the very same reasons because you're not in it. How do you go from hopelessness, loneliness, being broke to the love, abundance, and hope so that you can manifest those things? Just the other day, I pointed out when we were talking about challenging things that may have happened to somebody early in their life, they tend to feel like they are uniquely disadvantaged because of the violation or whatever happened recently or in their childhood. They feel like their lack of confidence, their inability to make a decision or whatever else of a myriad of number of challenges that we all face is only their lot. When in actuality, almost all of us struggle with confidence and decision making. But not knowing this, 
they feel the weight of the world on their shoulders and they feel uniquely trapped and unfortunate because of what happened to them. And that goes against their breakthrough likelihoods even more than for the other folks who would otherwise be able to envision an end result beyond where they are presently. Okay, the same thing happens if you understand that train of thought for those in a position of lack. They feel uniquely disadvantaged. How can I possibly imagine abundance when the bill collectors are calling me every day, reminding me I'm poor. How can I possibly think of hope when I've been kicked down and been downtrodden my whole life? How can I think of romance when it's only ever been just me? That, that used to be me. The way you think about these things is realizing you're not disadvantaged. In fact, every single desire, whether it's for abundance or hope or love or health or recovery or a new car or a new job or a new anything presupposes a lack. You don't want it if you have it. You want it because you don't have it. And so anybody who's ever manifested anything, and that's you and everyone else, came from a place of inexperience, came from a place of not having been there. You do not have to experience something to imagine it. And therein lies your gift. It doesn't matter where you've been, doesn't matter where you are. You have the ability to change the channel, change your focus onto that which it is you want and begin eating, sleeping, breathing with every fiber of your body as if that image in your mind was reality. Is that easy? Therein lies the art of living your dreams. Therein lies the art of manifesting the life that you want. Therein lies the entire hook of negotiating, traveling, surviving, and thriving in these jungles of time and space. If it was easy, you would not have signed up. You came from easy, spontaneous manifestations everywhere. But here, oh my gosh, you agreed to believe in the fleeting lies of have versus have not. You have. You only have. You believe in the fleeting lies of here, not there. You believe in the fleeting lies of now, not later, not tomorrow, not last year. These lies created by the illusions create and stir within our hearts either fear or desire. And that fear or desire puts us in motion. We go out into the world and we fall in love. We are fallen in love with. We discover our power. And it's like, oh my God, this is the coolest game of all. You just got to think it in spite of evidence to the contrary and show up every day with baby steps with a glad heart knowing the universe is going to connect the dots and thy will shall be done. So because you have this lack in your life, so does everybody have a lack in their life. Because you have a desire of something you've never experienced, so does everybody. And look at all the success stories out there. Look at all the happy people out there. Look at your own past for when you went from doing without to doing with, from being alone to having a friend. It always works. Use this kind of thinking and use your surveying of your own past and the lives of other people as the rock solid evidence this stuff works. Three tips 
from this point forward. This is thoughts become things. No matter what's going on around you, create a picture in your mind. It's called creative visualization. You can put photographs on vision boards as well. You can craft affirmations, same, same. But that picture in your mind needs to be of your desired end result as if it already happened. Do not picture in your mind yourself struggling out of hopelessness and finding hope. Do not put a picture in your mind of you hanging out at singles bars or looking at uh, dating websites. Those are hows. Those, that's the process. That's where the magic takes over. You go to the end, your desired end result. Just like GPS navigation. You begin a journey to a place you've never been to before, analogous to living a life you've never lived before. You don't know how to get there, but you put the end result, the destination, and then bingo, the system knows how to take you there. You tell the universe, wealth and abundance, friends and laughter, creative, fulfilling work, international travel. The universe is like, bingo, I know how to do it. I know who, I know how, I know where, I know when. What remains when you're sitting in your GPS guided car is to put it in gear. Because you might program, you know, South Beach, Miami, baby. But if your car's in park, you're never going to get there. If your life's in park, you're never going to get there. And you can say all day long, I can't imagine South Beach when I'm in Orlando. Yes, you can. You don't have to be amazing at it. You don't have to be supernatural. You just have to have fleeting thoughts. See it. Smell the salt in the air. Hear the seagulls. You're there. You did it. It's easy. And feel the joy of having arrived. Put your car in gear and guidance is forthcoming. That's it. Destination. Take action. Baby steps. You don't have to figure out how. You just do your best to follow the guidance that's forthcoming as you go. And the, during the entire journey, it's going to look weird. Okay. You're going to be in Lakeland, and then you're going to be in Homosassa Springs, and then you're going to be in Alligator Alley, and you're going to be like, this is not Miami. And the same thing happens in your dreams. You're coming from poverty, you're dreaming of abundance, and on the way there, you got no abundance. That doesn't mean it's not working. It is working. It never fails every day you get closer. So you put your car in gear, and you know it's working. You surrender to the magic as you show up with unending baby steps. It has to happen. Do not use your physical senses to judge the journey because these peepers do not see the truth. These peepers only show you where you are in your journey. They don't see the destination until after the dreams come true. Too many people give up right before the dream would have come true because they can't see it. They made it all the way down to Palm Beach and they're like, it's not working for me. I think I'll go back to Orlando and watch The Secret 30 more days in a row. While it had been working for them until they sabotaged by saying, it's not working. I'm disadvantaged. How can I know what it's like? I've never been there before. That's the same boat everyone's in. That's the boat of the jungles of time and space. That's the challenge you signed up for. And you are so worthy of all your heart desires. Know this. See the evidence. Take action. You're not disadvantaged. You're not vulnerable. A little bit of positivity outweighs weeks worth of nonstop worry. If you can visualize five minutes a day and show up with baby steps with a glad, carefree heart, you can worry the rest of the day, every day, and your dreams will still come true. That's how easy this is. You do not have to have a picture-perfect mind. When I used to visualize 
in the crises of my life, like getting, I thought I was going to get fired from Price Waterhouse. I thought, uh, oh, you know, I've worried about everything and it, it never stopped me. I would even worry during my visualization. I'd be like, I'm doomed. But I prevailed because you're inclined to succeed. You are of the divine. You are here to prove this to yourself. All the cards are stacked in your favor. Everything is working towards your joy and happiness. There you have it, fellow podcast listener. Now, let's stay in the zone. If you haven't already, please visit my website, tut.com, where you can sign up along with one million other subscribers for my free daily notes from the universe. You can also find out about my infinite possibility membership for a price you choose. Every single Tuesday, I do a live broadcast, a 30-minute mini manifesting workshop. Members have access to the last 52 mini manifesting workshops. So check it out. And if you have a moment and these podcasts move you, I would be deeply grateful for a review at the Apple podcast platform. Go to tut.com, look for spiritual tune-ups, look for the link for podcasts. If you send us a screen grab of your published review at Apple, we've got a very special bonus waiting for you. Check out the links, read all about it. Thanks for being here and I'll see you on the next podcast installment.